Solo number two, folks. Here we go. Let's just jump right in. Um, today is, I'm recording this on Sunday, the June 14th. And um, we've been working hard all week here on the third floor and all the weeks before and getting some shit done. Uh, I know what you're thinking. Why are you wearing that hat? <clears throat> well, it's a unisex hat, okay? Males can wear this. Actually, it's a male hat, but women can wear it just fine too. Goes both ways. Why do I say this? Who bought the hat? My girlfriend. Yes, for herself. Yes. But she came home with it and she said, this is a boy's hat. It's for a boy. <laughs> and I looked at it and I put her on. For, for the folks who are listening audio only, I don't know how to describe it, but it's a knockout. And it's a knockout on me. I look good. Maybe like I should work at a resort down in like Punta Cana, show you guys to your hotel rooms. I look good. A little foreign, but good. And so after she gave it to me, I was a little, I felt good in it. I felt good in it, but I was already self-conscious about it. That people were going to think, is that girly? Is that, you know, is that Luke wearing a girl hat? Girly Luke. There's nothing wrong with that. It's 2020, but I'm not girly. And uh, I decided to put it on. Decided to put it on and wear it out one day to a family event. Not even around friends, just thought it was a safe place. And I put it on in my own room. And I liked the way it looked. I had a pink shirt on too. Had a nice little go to it. And uh, my mom was walking through the hall. I said, hey ma, what do you think of this hat? My ma comes in. She looks at me. Says that's a girl's hat, Luke. That hurts, Ma. Can't just say that. I was already, I was already crumbling. I was already crumbling from the second I put on the hat. And then my mom tells me I look like a girl. Girly Luke. And then she says, let me see the hat. She puts the hat on her head and she walks out of my room. Bye hat, bye mom. Why? So I'm wearing the hat. And I'm proving this is a man's hat, and I'm rocking it well. But it's been a good week. Besides the hat issues, it's been a good week. It's been a really good week. Um, actually, I just had to, we had to get a new, uh, what is that thing called? A USB-C converter, female. Because um, the other one went missing, also mom. <laughs> uh, but while we were there, me and Callie bought... Two little tiny drones, 10 bucks each. Where is it? Uh, they're charging now. They're literally this big. They'll be flying in the next episode. We got two of them, so one wouldn't be lonely. Um, yesterday was another good day. Callie, can you not drop shit back there? The audience can hear it. It's throwing everyone off. Um, <laughs> so... The day before, we made some oriental food, dumplings. Dumplings are real easy to make, actually. 
not e not easy. I didn't make them either. Callie made them. I just observed. But um, dumplings were. It was my idea. She would have never even thought to make dumplings. She made good dumplings. Did a good job. It's really easy making the dough for dumplings. It's just flour, water, and then you could throw whatever you want inside, and then you just steam them up. I couldn't believe it. I felt like a traditional Asian daughter before a wedding, learning from a grandmother. It was special. And um, I want to thank Callie for teaching me her traditional ways. <laughs> what am I saying? Um, then the day before that, it was Vic's party, Vic's 21st. Happy birthday, Vikram. We'll get him up here soon. Uh, we all had a great night there. But before that, two days before that was so crazy, right in my own backyard. I, uh, I came home from work around 5. And first thing I do is I walk my dog. So I went to the front door, opened up, she came out, went on a little walk, but it was really nice out. So I took her right to the backyard, let her play around while I go inside, get changed, whatever. And uh, once we got back there, she went right, right to the back of the trees. And she was like doing something, rustling in there. So we went by her and I could already hear, ah, 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 ah. And there was a, Callie's, but there's a bird, Luke, there's a bird. And um, so we did what any sane person would do, get the animals inside, grab some gloves, because the animals hurt my, my cat, Randall, who's the fucking worst. Randall, of, co of course it was fucking Randall. <sighs> He's just a sicko. He's literally a sicko. But he got this baby blue jay, little fledgling. It's called the fledgling. It's like a teenager, but it looked a little younger. Really looked like a little chicken. Um, and its wing was all fucked up, you know, laying half on the floor. It's screaming for its mom and shit. And uh, first thing I did, put gloves on. Not supposed to touch them. Put it in a cardboard box. And we took it out on the deck. And we were like, what, what the hell do we do now? But as we were wondering, what the hell do we do now? The dad and the mom come swooping in. And I guess the mom's mom blue jays would be like a brownish color, but the dads are the are the blue ones. And that dad was fucking on me. He was swooping down right in front of my face. He did a couple times, like three feet, four feet away from my head. He was like hovering, staring down at me. And he's he's been back there all week. And um but when in that moment, he was going crazy on me. And so we dropped the bird in the middle of the lawn in the cardboard box. It's just a little shoe box and sprinted inside. Terrified of this fucking bird. It came, it came like six feet, six feet, like six inches from my head. At one point we were running in and I was like dropping the baby on the ground. And uh, it was really cool, though, the whole thing until we were getting really scared like okay what is going on with this baby what the hell do we do and start doing some research and <laughs> verbatim it said if you put a blue jay in a cardboard box that is its coffin so as much as i was absolutely terrified of this small blue bird 
I had to get back out there and save its child, get it out of the box and into some bushes. Said put it in bushes, then maybe it could hop back to its nest or some bullshit. Um, and I know what a lot of you are thinking about the bear, but we'll address that. I know I was scared of the blue jay, but I could still take a bear. We'll we'll address it. Let me finish the blue jay story. But I could fucking kill a bear. Um, but the blue jay was really weak, the little fledgling. And the, the, so the parents were hanging out for a day or two. And, and uh, the morning after I checked, the, the little baby was in the same spot, you know, still crying. And I guess its mom brought it some food. But that's, and we kept all the animals inside so no one fucked with them. And um, I think it's a happy ending. We've, we're pretty sure he left under good terms. We didn't find a little baby in the bushes. And, and maybe we'll even have a blue jay that returns every year and remembers us. Me, mostly, for the, the kind things that I did. But... <clears throat> I need to clarify something about the bear. So here's the thing. A lot of people, a lot of people will talk about Luke and say he can't fight a bear. He can never beat a bear. He doesn't know what he's talking about when he says he could beat a bear. This whole conversation got blown out of proportion. I can tell you exactly when it started. It was already like six years ago or something at a party. And I had just seen a video of some guy in the woods. He didn't kill the bear, but he escaped with his life. So I was definitely riding high off that Twitter video. And the discussion actually started with some other animals. And I said, I wouldn't let a bear kill me. I would not let a bear kill me. Call me crazy. They're stupid. They're large, in charge, got great big claws. But I would see the landscape and know how to utilize any potential weapon against this bear where, what's it gonna do, claw me? I'm expecting that. I hope it tries to claw me. I'm insane, I can't fight a bear. I can fight a bear. I don't care. I don't care. <sighs> anyway, shit's been going on around here. Shit, I, did you notice the table? And the hat? Thank you. Got a new table, nice wooden table. Absorbs the sound a lot better. Um, took a lot of hard work to get that up here. Straps, pulling, sweat, blood, tears. But it's up here. And, um, and that's not the only thing changing around here. I just ordered a set of four dynamic microphones. So what this mic is a condenser mic, and it catches everything, even that dog barking in the backyard. <laughs> um, and this mic catches like the whole room. So it's kind of worked for using it with multiple people and stuff, but it's not clear and I can't touch up people individually. So. Things will get a lot better when I have my own my own little microphone for each of us and, and a mixer to play with everyone's sound. And uh, I'm looking forward to even just learning about how to 
do that, but this will sound a lot better, and we're not too far out from that. Um, uh, so yeah, the mics are in the mail, and the goal for the week is to get on Spotify. I've been doing, trying to get on there, trying to do different, trying to keep recording, make the content better, and keep going. But it's time to get on there. The, it's just tricky because I need my own website. Well, I don't. Um, you could totally start a podcast and send it or upload it straight to. There's a million options. Uh, Podbean, Anchor, host, host sites that'll host your podcast for you. I don't want to do that at all. I don't know why. I don't trust any of them, but you can either go through one of them or make your own website and just send the stuff from your website and, and the posts that you made. The R, You need to send a link. It's called an RSS feed to Spotify for them to get your channel and everything. Um, and you can get that RSS feed from Pod hosting sites or you can make your own website which is obviously a lot more work but I do not I, I, I am getting nervous already and no one is interested in buying this podcast no one has any interest in owning this and I'm already nervous just like I'm going to give away everything without so I'm going to take it slow but we're going to get on Spotify this week I got to finish the website this week and it'll be done, and you'll be enjoying me through your ears ASAP. That was weird. I shouldn't have done that. <clears throat> um, but yeah, shit's moving around here. Shit is moving, and you know why shit's moving? Because I'm off social media, baby. I'm clean. I'm off the grid, motherfucker. My head is clear. It feels good. It feels good. I really, I only use Twitter basically. But then once I deleted Twitter, I saw myself on Instagram all day. And, and, um, it's not even about the aggravation and it's not even about the time that I spend on social media, because if it's not social media, then I'll download a phone game and, I, and I'll play some stupid shit. It's not even about that. Social media makes you focus on such random shit. Like, my head, after going through Twitter for about 30 minutes, is filled up with so much bullcrap that I, and I think that I just like learned a bunch of shit and I'm aggravated about this and that, and yet I can't take anything out and have a conversation about it without being like, did you see this tweet? So I don't feel as if I'm gaining anything from it. And with my clear mind, I've been able to focus on this shit show, The Third Floor. So fuck social media. I mean, I'll be back on there soon. Back on there real soon. Probably Twitter soon. I miss it, man. <laughs> Twitter is funny as hell. It's poison. It's classic, man. Twitter is good. What else? 
I get another thing I picked up since I dropped social media is uh, I started in investing my money again in the stock market. <clears throat> Here's the thing, ladies and gentlemen. Scared money. A wide, a wise man once told me this, Raul Patel. Scared money don't make no money. I got a million Raul Patel quotes for you. Four doors, more whores, whatever. But scared money does not make no money. And that's the damn truth. I'll tell you what, I could, what I've invested in. You wouldn't believe me. You would. It's not that crazy. I bought Michael's. You know, Michael's the craft store. 35 shares of that. Not doing well so far. But the Apple is. Investing's good though, man. I would look I, I I say the scared money don't make no money thing because I do not want to put my money in a savings account. I am just adamantly against it. Not collecting any money or compounding and you might even lose your money in the market. But I just if you can put it in something there's more than enough. If you have money aside that, you, that you're not going to use, you're just saving it, I'm 100% sure you could do the research and find a stock that you believe in, probably even purchase, and just something you can sit on and watch for a year, just for a year. And that, that's really how I've had success. I started trading actually when I was 18, and I lost money first but when i took it slow and just put aside a little bit money and i saw you know 300 400 gain in just another 50 100 and six eight months it's like over my life this could really matter so i'm just saying look into it scared money don't make no money that's all i'm saying look into it <sighs> Feeling hot up here. I am. I'm starting to sweat under this hat. But I'm having fun. I'm 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 rolling. But I gotta work on my own shit. I gotta start working on my own shit. I've noticed that. Now that I'm really trying to talk and, and be a talking guy and sit in front of this camera and mic and do this for a while. I'm really trying to learn shit about myself to try not to change myself but to fix what's been broken i'm broken i'm like that fledgling in the yard okay i need my daddy to swoop in bob jesus <clears throat> but i i do i've been i've been trying to internalize shit i think that's really really important like oh, oh. With this, I've gotten frustrated a lot. Moments of frustration. And whether it's a podcast or your fucking bullshit job or schoolwork or whatever, like internalizing is such an important thing. Just when you're really angry, being able to let go of whatever you're thinking about and remember why it is you're doing what you're doing. So to give you like an example of, of kind of what I mean, it's just like if you're at work 
you make a little mistake and your boss yells at you. Like the easiest thing to do then is go to the bathroom and, and the, the thing countless people do, and I'm, I'm guilty of myself is go to the bathroom, go to the side and go to your phone or, or another coworker and just start bitching about the boss. Now I'm not, I'm not, siding with the boss, stick it to the man, fuck that guy, but you gotta be able to realize you're not working this job for the boss. You're not making this money. Hmm, How do I put this? How do I put this? It's just a lot of people look for validation in moments of frustration. You get upset, you get angry, someone yells at you and you need to turn to a friend or text your girlfriend or text your mom or text your friends. This is bullshit. I don't know why this guy's being an ass, whatever. And um, you got to be able to just internalize that. And I got to be able to. So that it makes you stronger next time. Some not stronger, not stronger, but you won't get so frustrated. Next time you make a mistake and and he gets mad at you, you realize it doesn't fucking matter. That's what I'm kind of getting to. It doesn't fucking matter. I've been getting frustrated a lot with myself, getting maybe a little back and forth, like highs and lows since I started this thing. Nothing matters. (laughs) That's, that's, That's a good thing to say? No, probably not. But only matters what you want what your goals are and why you're doing the thing that you're doing that's the only thing that should matter all that extra shit is just extra whatever i'm not a preacher let me get off my soapbox and i'll end it i'll end it on a light note um (laughs) so earlier in the week i i did a pod with jack and andre it's actually not posted yet um Probably won't be posted till this week after this. Um, and a guy came up that just brought back so many memories. Uh, FBS Russia. If anyone knows who he is, he's this guy who would do this Russian accent. Apparently he was from Georgia or some shit. Um, but he would just blow shit up in his backyard. Shoot guns for YouTube videos. And I don't even know what year he started on YouTube. But uh, the way I remember it. It was super early, like maybe 2008, 2009, 2010. All I know is I was a little kid, 9, 10 years old. And um, I remembered this story only after talking to Jack and Andre. But this this was the moment I I think I lost my marbles, and I'm still trying to get them back. This, <laughs> this was maybe 2010 range, something like that. And I'm at my grandma's house. I would go there with my mom for the day or something because she would hang out with my grandma. And then I'd go swim and play on the computer, fucking whatever. And I'm sitting on the computer. They're outside. I actually, in my memory, I don't remember where they are at all. But I'm in the little computer room and I'm watching this FBS Russia guy. And he's just blowing shit up on YouTube, doing this Russian accent. And I'm like, looking at the view count and 
all the other stuff. And I had just been hearing about like how YouTube pays people and stuff. And I was like, I can do that. He's not, this takes no skill. I could just blow shit up. I could just shoot shit. But I'm 10. So where do I get started? I'm literally 10. <laughs> so I start thinking, I really do start thinking like, how do I, how do I get like this guy? This guy, he made it look so easy to just get all these views on YouTube. I need a grenade. <laughs> I got to make a grenade. So I start Googling how to make a grenade. YouTubing, how to make a grenade. Seeing this about fucking freezing agents and, and how I need uh, gunpowder. But I'm, I'm figuring out, like, there's some bullshit you can do with a ping pong ball, something like that, even just a small one. And then I start looking up claim wars, like just anything explosive to see if maybe we'd have it. And then I, I'm running back and forth to my grandma's garage like, is oh, do we have that? Do of course we don't. Of course we don't have fucking gunpowder and explosive rings. I don't even know. I don't, I'm 10. I'm literally 10. How could I? But I wanted to make this grenade. And then... They walk, my, my grandma and my mom walk in through the back door as I'm leaving the garage. And they ask me, Lukey, what, what are you doing? What are you grabbing? What are you looking for? And that's when it hit me. You can't just type all that shit on Google. That doesn't go away. I looked up how to make grenades, how to make claymores, how to... Shoot, like, how to get a gun if you're 10. <laughs> and, um, and now I start freaking out. I delete all the history, like, throw away all the evidence. And since then, I have always thought twice about what I type into Google. And this was 2010. I was 10. I couldn't make a grenade, but I knew Google was on to me. Anyways, guys. Thanks for listening. False gay Nazis. <laughs> I'm keeping that in. I don't know why I cut that so short, um, that, that video, but this is the outro. That was episode five, uh, solo number two of The Third Floor. Thanks for listening. Stop looking. Fuck. <laughs>